Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time. That being Maine's Limitless Wrestling. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, what else are we going to talk about? This Saturday, 7th anniversary show, Chasing Forever at the Yarmouth, Maine Amvets. Limited tickets remaining as uh, as we record this. Even fewer tickets, I'm sure, left as you're listening to this. But yeah, 7th anniversary show coming this weekend. Big stakes, big matches, big night coming ahead. I can't wait. But first, of course, join me on this journey. Let me choose the the czar of Limitless Wrestling. I got to change it. I have it left over from my, my previous notes. But the man that, you know, man that rules the world, we'll say that. Randy Carver, the head of Limitless. Randy, say hi to the fine people. How's it going today as you uh, potentially listen in your car, in your headphones, wherever you're hearing us? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening last week as well, Josh. A lot of great reviews on the prestigious long-form deep dive that we did with John. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun to do. I was glad to see some reaction. I got to get some more, more tweets about it uh, out there and all that. But yeah, this was uh, yeah, that, that was a fun show, different than, than I'm used to doing, and we don't do a ton of here, but looking at a storyline, a faction, and, and really kind of take it from uh, from start to finish. That was, that was fun. Yeah, definitely a, a unique podcast in the history of the Limitless Pod. But um, I'm interested, too, like uh, what people want to hear more for episodes like that. You know what I mean? Because there was a lot of great reaction to it. I do think it's something we could do again. But uh, let us know if you have uh, future ideas on uh, maybe even just people that you want us to sit down with and uh, – dissect a piece of maybe their limitless wrestling run we'd be happy to do it Hmm. all right so there we go randy looking ahead to this this uh the weekend how are how are things uh how things going leading into chasing forever anyway honestly it's been a bit of a hectic week um between some travel schedules changing and uh, a few things mixed up with the card itself but uh nothing crazy and uh, nothing that was actually even announced yet that was fucked with to this point you know uh, knock on wood but um no it's been a hectic start to the week but uh it feels like that's what the anniversary show should be it should remind you of all the hectic times that you've had leading up to this point and then it's not all so bad so uh i'm looking forward to the brighter things and uh, looking forward to having a good time saturday night yeah it should be good so as of now under uh, 70 tickets remaining uh on limitlesswrestling.com is available obviously anything uh, as you're listening to this it's purchased will be at the door for you but yeah looking uh looking pretty good to, for a big crowd coming up on saturday yeah it should be good yeah i think so and uh general excitement i think with the matches that we've got to talk about here today uh pretty fresh lineup top to bottom and i went back and kind of looked over the anniversary show year by year um from you know the the very first show in 2015 which uh, I did want to shout out Michael Labby, who uh, has kicked off a new series the this week in Limitless Wrestling history that dropped on YouTube. It dropped on Twitter. It was on our Facebook page as well. So if you missed that, check it out. But a really cool look back at stage one, September 12th, 2015. Um, kind of crazy to just look back over the years and see what the anniversary show has been year by year. And now to this point, um, we, we've got a grudge match, a tag team grudge match to talk about, uh, a career on the line that was kicked off in Limitless Wrestling seven years ago. Uh, we got two all-stars of the past couple of years colliding. Uh, I think it's going to be a really fun night of action. Yeah, so as uh, we usually do around this time, we've done with John in the past. I mean, every year you get a little bit older year older i think i think it's how the math works um promotion gets a year older you learn new things we're already uh you know pandemic uh, at least the restrictions as we know we're in the rear view 
You look at year seven, what, uh, what, what are you thinking about? Do you feel anything different than you did for year six and five and so on? What, what, are, you, what are you feeling as, a, as you look at seven years of Limitless Wrestling? I don't even know what I was feeling at this time last year. I think I was just very happy that uh, we had live events back. And uh, it's still something like I try to feel uh, like I did at the first show back last year of just like not trying to take it for granted, you know, because it's uh, – really fucking hard sometimes you know like everything that goes along with wrestling is uh just chaotic and it can just send a day send your week into a tailspin with just the littlest shit going wrong you know what i mean um i don't know when you're in it you just feel so hard you know and uh it's hard um to just like continuously be in a place sometimes where you're stoked or you're uh you feel good about things. You just try to tell yourself that things are good. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's, you're just figure. it feels, still feels like we're just trying to figure everything out again. It feels like we started anew last summer. Um, but I feel like the most confident I would say in the people that we have in the room. Um, there's nobody on this show who I like have a second guess on who I don't trust in a position. Um, I just think that we have such a talented group of people, uh, not only the people who are in the ring, but uh, the people ringside, the people behind the microphones, the people who set up the ring. Um, I think it feels like a family more than it ever has in in terms of uh, just being connected and on the same page as a unit. So I think that's something that I'm really appreciative of. And also the the love and support that we've received since coming back to live events, because uh, I thought a lot about just going into 2020. We were kind of ramping up for the most ambitious uh, schedule that we had had between Limitless and Let's Wrestle. And we came back last summer and brought Let's Wrestle back earlier this year. And I was in a weird place like this spring of just wondering if the schedule was right for us and if we were being too ambitious and uh, just figuring out where our place was with everything and uh i i feel a little better about that now like i just uh, i think i think we're kind of getting a general understanding of what we can do and uh where we want to take limitless wrestling moving forward that's right and speaking of moving forward we're chasing forever this saturday let's talk about this show randy and main event i i would uh hearken people look in the record books because september september 12th 2015 do you remember where we were on that day randy I was at Dino's Pizzeria, City Side Restaurant and Banquet Hall. Stage one, my friend. Stage one. And in the main event that night, Ace Romero took on and defeated Alec, uh, Alex Mason. I was at Alec Mason. Think of Alec Price. Alex Mason. And on this night, coming up on Saturday, this could be the final appearance of Ace Romero in Limitless Wrestling. Career on the line this Saturday, title versus career. Against, fittingly, not a guy named Alex, but a guy named Alec, Alec Price. Alec Price, the long-reigning, super defensive, uh, in, in all good sense of the word, uh, Limitless Wrestling World Champion, defending his title on the place, defending against uh, verbal attacks from would-be contenders and, and, uh, and actual contenders, the fans, and so on. He's, uh, he's putting the title against the VLC 2022 winner, Ace Romero, coming up on Saturday night, the main event of Chasing Forever. Uh, to say that there's a lot at stake here is uh, is not strong enough. When you have a guy that basically, again, for all the years he's been doing is is saying, look, 
if I can't get it done Saturday, I'm I'm hanging him up. And and he's he's a young guy. What what could he potentially do? Who knows? But Alec Price is is on a roll. He's surging as, as always. He has been you know arguably uh, the the best limitless wrestling champion in in company history in terms of the amount of title defenses anywhere. He'll put the title in line against anyone. He's he's backed up and done that. And he goes against a rival. Some of these faced on the road, and and, and some of these faced in limitless wrestling before. Different stakes for this one, Randy. Title versus career. Saturday night. Well, I mean. I could say, what are your thoughts? It's very general. You could talk for an hour in this, but yeah, what what are your thoughts going into this? How do you how do you how do you see this? It uh, it feels very much like the last dance. Like it, uh, there, there's everything on the line here. Um, I think Ace Romero is uh, a guy from the very first Limitless show who has really found himself through Limitless wrestling, and I think had some of the biggest matches of his career in Limitless as well. Um, uh, we could talk forever, like you said, just about the history of his career and the matches that he's had and where it's taken him. You know, he's uh, was kind of a a glimmer of hope, I would say, for wrestlers on the rise in the state of Maine to see what he did in real time from going to a guy who was main eventing that first show and in, uh, in the back of a pizza hall for Limitless Wrestling to, you know, getting a, an impact wrestling contract, being on television, uh being the story of a fucking pay-per-view going viral with the, with the pounce clip. Um, yep. I don't know. There, there's so many things, man. And uh, finally wins the big one last month, the vacation land cup, something that's eluded him for years and to have it come down to this, you know, Ace, uh, he's such an important part of limitless wrestling. He, the lifeblood, I would say in the early few years and really put, so much of what we did on his back and that takes me to alec because alec has been the guy since november of last year who's put everything on his back the most title defenses he's taken the championship more places than anyone uh defended it more promotions than anyone he is the definition of a fighting champion and in my opinion one of the most popular, if not, I mean, you could make a case for one, the most popular independent wrestler on the scene right now. No contract, doing it himself, going all over the place. Helen Creation as the Limitless Wrestling World Champion. Alec is a guy who, you know, was just kind of getting his feet under him before we went to the closed tapings. And to think this is a matchup and a rivalry that started in front of no fucking people in Orno, Maine at the Legion Hall when we were doing the closed set tapings to now headlining with the biggest stakes possible is crazy, but it's true and it's it's on deck this Saturday. Yeah, it'd be it'd be wild for uh Romero to not be in the mix, right? I mean, I know that you know Alex said that the you know the past six months or so that you know Ace was away was uh was some of the, the, the best and limos that we that people don't fans don't need him, the promotion doesn't need him. It's a, it's a dagger through the heart. And obviously I knew it was trying to get it under his skin, but you know, it is, it is, it's weird when he's not around. And I think back to like my limitless fandom and watching shows and kind of looking back at results or some other stuff I'm, I'm, I'm doing. Um, it's, I mean, you look at some of these huge big matches, uh, he's in them, you know, uh, the, the, the match the one of the first match for the, the limitless wrestling title, the four way, uh, VLCs he's been in before the, you mentioned all some, you know, the moments he's had in, in other promotions. I think back to the, you know, the the violent weapons filled match that he had with uh, Alec earlier this year. That if people have not watched, have to absolutely have to watch 
uh, before they they go to uh, the Saturday show. This is, uh, I mean, this Ace is he's just one of those guys that's been so synonymous with the promotion. I would say he's the Tommy Dreamer, but there's similarities there in terms of like he's he's always near the top, but he's never won the big one. And but he's entered the, the, the lifeblood, and it'd be weird not having him around. And and conversely, if Alec Price is to end the career of Ace Romero this Saturday, his ego's big now. I I I don't know what's going to happen if if the I won't say the unthinkable, but I mean if that happens on Saturday, that's uh that's going to be a moment one way or another. I do not think that we'd hear the end of it anytime soon. Never. Uh, I, I think Never. that would be the feather in the cap for Alec Price to finally, you know, write this final chapter and close the book. All right. So then let's I actually wanted to do uh do some quick math here. 2015 minus nine. Let me see. So Alec Price was 17 years old when Ace Romero, during your first show, when Ace Romero first uh, wrestled at stage one. 17 years old. And and all, seven years later, he's got a shot to uh, potentially end the career of Ace Romero. Weird how life works, huh? One more trivia question about that. I, I, I mean, who knows? We, we have to do a career retrospective Ace Romero uh, following this Saturday. How many matches has Ace Romero wrestled in Limitless Wrestling? Jesus. Um... I would have to wager that he's over 80. The answer, according to uh, limitlesswrestling.com slash results, 62. 62? 62, yeah. I I would have thought that because he he wrestled so much uh, on those first couple seasons of the road, so I almost figured that would have the numbers. are the road oh, the road results are here. Yep. Yeah. No, everything's there. Um, yeah, it, yeah when I do a certain... Yeah, when I do a search, it's 62. Huh. No shit. Anyway, 60, number 63 uh, coming. Actually, I don't think you have the results up for the last show yet. Um, so anyway, it's it's in the 60s. But yeah, coming up, uh, could be the last one coming up on Saturday. And we'll be here to talk about, obviously, after the show. Uh, I should mention, the show is, uh, is it still playing a stream on IWTV or what are we doing there? Yes. So it will be streaming live uh, 7.30 p.m. on IWTV. If you don't have an account. Be sure to sign up. Use the promo code Limitless. We've got pretty much the entire Limitless library available, as well as all three seasons of the road. So, uh, if you want to watch and stream with us Saturday night, seven thirty, IWTV is the place to be. And should fans bring their laptops to the building in case there's an issue? Uh, <laughs> no, I think that we're going to have that covered this time. I think good. we're ahead of the game. Good, good. F- fans bring the laptop match. They, that could be something you do down the road. That would be an expensive cleanup. It certainly would be. Uh, also might be an expensive cleanup, depending on the level of violence in this match. It's a tag team grudge match. Grudge match. MSP fresh off their AEW's de- AEW debuts. Excellent job by those guys. I'm not just saying it. That was uh, a lot of uh, AEW dark and dark elevation matches are kind of forgettable, but these guys got some time and they did some things, man. They did some things. Uh, it was fun. MSP uh, taking the loss prior party there. However, Brushed off that experience, they're taking on two other veterans, Dirty Dango and Davy Boy Smith Jr., the returning Davy Boy Smith Jr., with the dastardly Brian Black. Yes, former EWA wrestler, former SmackDown uh, superstar, Palmer Cannon. And these guys, we've talked about this on the show. People obviously follow the promotion, know what's going on here, but Dirty Dango turning on MSP a couple months ago at the uh, after the, the Circus Ninjas loss. And MSP did the their own pipe bomb promo, so to speak, at the last show. 
and dared, uh, you know, ripped on Dirty Dango being released by WWE as a washout, all this stuff. Told Dango to find another washout, as they put it. And he found a guy that also used to be in WWE, and, again, and he happens to be a Limitless Wrestling uh, alumni. Uh, and Dave Boy Smith Jr. returning with his days with the Heart Foundation. This should be, uh, I mean, I have no doubt this is going to be entertaining. I am, uh, you'd, we haven't seen MSP in like a ton of grudge matches to this level. They seem pissed off and they seem pissed off at how Dango has been disrespecting them, pissed off at what happened at that last match. And again, you know, these guys have known these guys a lot longer than I have. They were, there was some venom in those words, uh, that, that, that promo that they did. So we're going to have to see how it plays out here. This is, you know, obviously they have to you know, keep their emotions in check because they certainly want to be able to pick up a victory here. But I mean, Dango has found a guy in Harry Smith and, and Dave Boy Smith rather that, I mean, he's a powerhouse looking the best shape of his life, motivated. And this is a, this is going to be a good one coming up uh, on Saturday. Yeah, they were, uh, they were a little hot last month. Uh Things got a little testy, you know. As honestly, I, I think it's the most fired up I've seen MSP since uh, the Alexander Lee Brandon Kirk Expo match. Yes, I would um, agree. Yep that that's a piece that came to my where it's just like okay, uh, we're just you know no pun intended, but we're getting a different vibe from MSP going into this match. Um, hey oh, you did it. Yeah, it's not all fun and games. It feels like, um, and it can't be with with Dango with Davy Boy and Brian Black, of course, like you said on the outside, but. Um, just an interesting piece lies within this. You know, they, they've never beaten Davey Boy Smith Jr. in a tag capacity. Uh, he's coming off a run, too, as NWA World Tag Champ with Doug Williams. And he's a tag specialist. I mean, he's known Dangle for a long time. They came up together in the ranks, fuck, what, 15, 16 years ago? That's a long-form friendship, you know what I mean? And they're, they're not coming into this just as two ragtag dudes thrown together. Uh, I, I'm sure they're coming into this with a plan, as well as having Brian Black in their corner, which... You never know what the hell he can do. Uh, this is actually uh, Davy Boy's first appearance since uh, Know Your Enemy uh, in uh, September 2019 at the Big Portland Expo show. And that was a great match against the Workhorsemen. So, yeah, it's been a minute since he's been in, in Limitless, but he's, uh, you know, you always want to impress the boss, and he's going to want in here and, and show up and show out and, and see what he can do. But this, yeah, interesting styles here, interesting motivations going here. I cannot wait to see this one on uh, on Saturday. Another one. I can't wait to see. This is a uh, this is one of those I, I kind of chalk in the category of uh, I didn't know I needed to see it until I saw it on paper. Rip Bison against Anthony Green. I saw this one was it was uh, announced on social. Again, the former Limitless Wrestling uh, two time two time two time world champion Anthony Green uh, and, and Bison, who has uh, challenged for the title before unsuccessfully. You see these two on the on the marquee, so to speak, and they're two veterans, uh, two guys that have. Uh, as Anthony Green mentioned in uh, in your interview with him uh, on, on a previous podcast, you know these guys have done this before, and but there's a, it's like a, it's it's so unique. It's kind of like a rivalry and a match. I didn't know I need to see again until I had it in front of me. But two guys are completely different um, trajectories in their limitless wrestling career. AG has been gone for a bit, uh, coming back obviously wanted to reestablish his dominance and, and try to get back to that title picture. And then Rip Bison, who is uh, always game for a fight, has been uh, been at the top and, and really kind of risen here. And this is a uh, yeah, I, I feel like I keep saying this about every match. This is going to be a good one, but this is there's a lot of intrigue here. Uh, these two all stars colliding. Yeah, it's been a huge year for Rip Bison, who I think is kind of 
uh, taking himself to a new level in the eyes of many within Limitless Wrestling this year, having numerous main events, challenging for the championship earlier this year in April, uh, coming up short against Alec Price. But uh, it has been a long time since he's shared a ring with Anthony Green in a one-on-one capacity. Of course, we saw a triple threat, number one contenders match earlier this year. Uh, we didn't really see a ton of intermingling between Rip and AG because there was such contention between Rip and JD Drake within that match. So now I think perfect time for these two to meet up. I'm excited to see what Rip throws at him Saturday. I, I think it's going to be an interesting class for AG as well to just test where he's at with this roster three months later after being detached from Limitless for a while. Mm. And this is good. Speaking of JD Drake, this is going to be another great one. Haas fight, uh, Haas, the unofficial Haas fight championship on the line here. JD Drake taking on Big Beef. Now, JD, for those that have been following on on, on the socials, has uh, coming in here a little bit wounded. He has, uh, I think, he's got, has a broken nose. If JD Drake's going to be there, you know he's going to be in for a fight. Broken nose, broken legs, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. And he's going to need all of it because he's taking on a very motivated Big Beef. Uh, again, he uh, coming up short recently in challenging for the Limitless Wrestling uh, title, coming up short in the uh, you know the BLC. But you know he's a guy that is always he again kind of talk about Rip Bice. He's always in that upper mix and has really established himself a great 2022 in Limitless. And this is going to be <laughs> the the best matches on these shows, other than you know the main events and and so on, are these type of matches and two guys just. Uh, pardon the French, just fucking kick the shit out of each other. And that's what's going to happen on, on Saturday. Get your beers ready before this match. Sit back and enjoy. It's going to be, it's going to be violent. Feels like a must have for both these wrestlers too, which sounds crazy for those guys to kind of maintain that status and maintain getting those big match opportunities and maybe working their way to a championship match. You have to keep winning matches and JD Drake been absent for a little while. Obviously he had a chance to, uh, wrestle his way into the Vacation Land Cup. There was a scheduling issue with Ring of Honor, and he wasn't there and lost out on the opportunity to compete this year. Uh, now he's returning for a singles match with Beef, who is coming off a stinger last time against Ace Romero. Thought he was going to be, you know, punching his ticket to the finals and probably got the toughest first round draw that there was and, and wasn't able to get past it. But one thing that we've seen from Beef uh, in his limitless run, and this year especially, is that. He doesn't lose twice in a row, and he doesn't lose to the same people. And this is a rematch with J.D. Drake. A lot of people probably don't remember because they didn't see it. It was in the closed taping era, uh, back at Fortune Favors the Bold, June last year. Um, one of the last closed tapings that was on IWTV it was right before we were coming back to live events. But go out of your way to check that out. It's free on YouTube as well. So YouTube.com slash Limitless Wrestling. Go check it out. Um, what a war they went through. But... Just as we said with Rip Bison, a much different beef coming into this match with J.D. Drake. And, uh, yeah, this is one you like to sit back, kick back, and uh, just enjoy this one because they're they're going to dent up the ring and the floor a little bit and their chests, I'm sure. And uh, we'll see who walks out of it with the W. I tell you, if you're over by those bathroom doors, watch out. <laughs> yeah, this thing can spill anyway. Literally the last time they wrestled, it spilled outside the hall. Yes, yes, that was yeah, definitely a, a, a match that, again, if you have not watched it, uh, go back and watch it like right now. It's saying a lot about these cards. Uh, go back and watch some stuff. But yeah, this is a, this is definitely one. The big rematch coming up. Haas, unofficial Haas Fight Championship. J.D. Drake versus Big Beef. And now we have a first-time ever match. The returning Shook crew of uh, Bryce Donman, Bobby Orlando, taking on the debuting 
above the rest. I know you've uh, you've talked about this uh, this duo before a couple weeks ago when the announcement got made. They're one of the first additions to the card. But yeah, this uh, this should be a good showcase for for both these teams. Shook Crew is uh, like I've said before has settled back into the Limitless family nicely. Uh, I feel like a fixture on these shows now. And you know, I'm sure it's nice for them to be considered a fixture, but they want to win. And you know, maybe they have some, some bigger plans in mind. But obviously winning is uh, is paramount to that. And they're taking on a team that's looking to to show themselves uh in, in limitless wrestling and prove that they belong and that they want to be uh you know coming back and time after time and above the rest. So uh, again, for, for many of those people that uh, need a little bit more education on above the rest, tell them a little bit about uh this team and then uh what you expect out of this one. Yeah, Tristan, Ty, and Gabriel Sky. Uh, a few fans, actually, who listened to, I think it was our podcast a couple weeks ago where we mentioned uh, a, a few things to go check out of them. I had a couple fans who hit me up and were like, wow, I'm, I'm actually really stoked to see this team now because they just weren't familiar before. And uh, Gabriel Sky, Tristan, Ty, above the rest, they've never been to Maine before. They've hardly been to New England at, at this point other than beyond wrestling and wrestling open. Um, but, yeah, I, I, debuts are everything. I think we've said that numerous times on this podcast. Debuts really do mean everything in Limitless Wrestling. And Shook Crew uh, are a good example of that. Earlier this year in April, they had a re-debut of sorts. It was the first time we had seen them uh, since pre-pandemic. So it, it had been quite some time since we had seen them on a live show. And they showed up, showed out with MSP. And it, even in defeat, they were brought back to Limitless Wrestling. And I don't believe they've lost a match since then. And uh, it's really kicked into gear for the Shook Crew. So... If above the rest could uh, not only have a key debut, but if they could walk out with a victory here, I think that's a team you could see punching your ticket back very quickly. There's a lot of openings right now in the Limitless Wrestling Tag Division. Yeah, well, I mean, when I think of tag teams and Limitless Wrestling and openings, I mean, I think of one thing, and that's Russell Prom. That's my one mention for the show. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's get to a, a rematch from the road. So Becca, also on AEW Dark Elevation this past week, Taking on the God Queen, Delmi XO, who's got a little uh, little momentum run in Limitless as of late, appearing last month in a tag team match and with uh, the gold, the grappling God, who I'm completely forgetting his name. Um, Travis Huckabee. It's your Travis Huckabee. Literally one dude who you singled out on an episode to be like, I need to see him <laughs> on a live show, but now I cannot remember his name. The name that came to mind was Alex Hathaway. I have no idea why wow. that came to mind. That's yeah, just his name in another life. I guess uh, maybe his, his, his shoot name, brother. Who knows? Uh, anyway, so she picked up a win there. Obviously, the the win in the Russian chain match against uh, Masha Slamovich in their rematch a few, uh, a few months back. But yeah, this is uh, taking on uh, Becca. So again, this is a rematch on the road. I am uh, I'm interested in this for, for a lot of reasons. Becca, obviously, coming off the loss to uh, her challenge of Alec Price, the uh, answering his open challenge last time out, making a great accounting of herself. But yeah, this is, uh, again, we kind of go back to looking at like the Rip Bison, Anthony Green match. These are two people that a lot has changed since they last faced each other on the road. And, and Delmi's gone a, undergone a character change and, and Becca's always always evolving, uh, I think you can say, in, in both look and then skill set, obviously going overseas and all that stuff. This is going to be really good, a really interesting match between two uh, two women that are, are kind of at different points in their limitless careers, but have, uh, again, have changed a lot since their first match. Becca and Delmi are another two who have just changed so much since the first couple meetings on the road. And uh, I do think if, if fans have the time, those two matches that they had that are up for free on the YouTube page as well are worth a watch because uh, they're very evenly matched. They know each other very well. And it's going to be interesting to see Delmi now who has really committed herself 
as a singles wrestler, which was not the case when they met the first time or uh, either of the first two times. She was uh, consistently teaming with Ashley Vox, and that was kind of one of her first soirees into doing singles matches in Limitless Wrestling, and now we've seen it uh, pretty much consistently for the past year, year and a half. But yeah, Delmi uh, coming into the surging right now in the world of Limitless. Three straight wins, two of which on Limitless shows, and I think some big wins the past couple months. That chain match with Masha, the tag match for Team Grind last month. Uh, now this would be a big one to put away Becca, who I think is one of the most popular and uh, fastest rising women on the roster. As you said, coming off the incredible title match with Alec Price last month, where she just came up short, but uh, that was another one, just like Delmi. Uh, she knew Alec kind of like the back of her hand and uh, really put him through the ringer on that one. Mm. Yeah, you can see two matches. Yeah, so this uh, end of uh, season two of the road, the double pin, and then the two rematched on season three. And in a limitless wrestling ring, these two have teamed before. If uh, actually, I, we just talked about this uh, a little bit with John. They've been part of a, a, a uh, the eight man, uh, kind of been talking about the lead up to um, whole prestigious thing at Team C Stars. Uh, they faced off against each other. And then uh, have they teamed before? Am I completely making that up? No, uh, you're uh, before that. You're saying before the four on four? Uh, maybe, maybe I'm just complete. Oh no, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, I'm right here. I'm talking about the uh, the, the the eight eight person at uh, Euphoria. Davian Becca, uh, Ashley Vox, and Delmi XO defeating yeah. Prestigious. Yeah. So these team, not, yeah, not only have they squared off, but they also been teammates against each other. So yeah, that competitive uh, uh, competitive spirit uh, to get one up, and especially in, in a in a division and a. Um, uh, kind of establish themselves. Yeah, the the comp the competitive juices are going to be flowing. We uh we shared a post the other day actually that was just like, what a difference a year makes because last year at this time, uh, everyone's on a good page. C stars, Davian, Becca, everybody's got their hands raised at the end of that four on four, and now they're going to stand across the ring as opponents this Saturday. Yeah, it should be uh, should be very interesting and yeah, competitive as all get out. And then speaking of competitive, newly announced, the Let's Wrestle Championship is going to be on the line. Mac Daniels defending his title against Mortar, uh, one of the guys that is uh, you know a I, I say just short of a breakout, but really he's kind of reemerged uh, on the scene this entire year, uh, stemming from uh, the January first show in Worcester. A fan favorite, uh, no doubt. He's uh, fans are really behind this guy, and it's really cool to see when he comes out. Still, kind of trying to find his way in Limitless, but regardless, he is uh, the the former CJ Cruz is getting his first shot at any title in Limitless or Let's Wrestle. And regardless of uh, you know past wins and losses or anything like that, title shot is a title shot. And as we've seen, you know, in tag team matches or singles matches, he is uh, he has got what it takes to get it done. And Mac Daniels, fresh off his um, going solo uh, after the last show. Obviously, we talked to that about John Alba a lot of the past couple weeks. He's solo now, and we get to see what Mac Daniels has, and we get to see what Mortar has for him on Saturday. Reemerged is a good way to put it because I feel like for years now, Mortar has been in the world of Limitless Wrestling in some capacity, whether it's on Limitless events or busting his ass and let's wrestle. Um, he has been Mr. Reliable year after year, and that's really like, for the first part of this year where we saw him come into play. He was a last minute call in for uh, the Worcester show against Jody threat. I believe Davian suffered an injury earlier that day and couldn't compete. Um, then a few months later, uh, KTB 
out with an injury. He fills in, teams with Shane Mercer. Not only does he team with him, he gets a win. The first time he ever teams with him. Um, we've seen him in multiple multi-man matches, a few of them as a replacement guy. And I don't know if you saw this earlier this week, Josh, but Mortar uh, just let it loose on social media. Essentially what he was saying was uh, he was sick of just being the guy on the sideline waiting to go in for a play and then coming right back out. Mm-hmm. He wanted the ball and and he wanted, you know, a, a starting position on the team, so to speak. And, you know, after after watching that video and really thinking about it, man, like this is a dude who has never been thrown an opportunity like like a big opportunity singles match on a show for one in, in a long time. But two, a championship match of any kind. And this is a guy who um, for for diehards who are following Let's Wrestle, they know that he's such a crucial part of that early you know, 2018, 2019 into 2020, like that foundation of Let's Wrestle was like built around him, Alec, and a few others. So uh, Alec has had these opportunities arise for him. Mortar, I almost want to call him CJ, but he is not, you know? And I was introduced to him way back in the day as CJ Taylor, who came up for a dojo taping on a whim and wrestled another Nepois student, and they had a very impressive match. And I started using both of them after that. And he has been Mr. Reliable literally since that day. So uh, it's cool that seven years of Limitless Wrestling, uh, the people who have put in the time, put in the effort, busted their ass, are getting their comeuppance here. He's getting an opportunity he's never had before. And he could be the Let's Wrestle champion and just not only punch his ticket to future shows, but solidify that he's been fucking in this position for a reason and deserves to be a part of this roster moving forward. So I'm excited for mortar. You're fired up. I am dude. Like I, when you, when you sit and think about it, man, like that's, that's a guy who not only deserves to be on this show, but deserves an opportunity like that. He really does. If you remember on a podcast a long time ago, when I was simply a guest, uh, I predicted CJ Cruz is going to be the limitless wrestling world champion at one point. I don't really? remember that. Wow. I did. I did. It was, uh, I can't remember You've which I've seen I, it in him for a long time. Yeah. He's, he's got something, man. He does. And obviously this, uh, this new character has gone some undergone some changes, but it's always, you know, I, I try to, I, I put myself in the, in the seat of the fan and I'm watching and man, people are, people are fucking into this guy, you know, and it's cool to see. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's this, it's this, common refrain of the you just got to keep going you know and even if you don't get opportunities just keep trying because if it means something you're going to get it you're going to get your opportunities and this saturday is a pretty huge opportunity for him and it will kind of just flip to to mac real quick he's you know again the, the he's had this long kind of the, i want to say the dark cloud of just this whole thing with prestigious is now past him and he can just put everything behind him and move on but that means he also doesn't have john helping him on the outside of the ring anymore he's going to do it all himself so i'm really interested interested to see what uh, what mac brings to the table on saturday yeah it's really the first time i mean there have been situations where uh you know prestigious was not at full strength or he didn't have john or channing or brett in his corner but uh like you said this is the first time where it's 100 alone like there is nobody on your side looking out for you if anything everybody wants to get you now so um the tables have turned for mac daniels we'll see how he handles the heat Mm. and uh to round out the card we have a shoot your shot four-way so the winner of this match gets to pick their opponent for october's fresh blood that's right fresh blood is returning once again one of the more interesting shows of the calendar year in limitless a lot of new uh new faces and so on so yeah so the winner of this can select their opponent for fresh blood coming up in october 
Aaron Rourke having his own issues with uh, with Art Channing Thomas. Again, we talked about kind of freeing yourself. The whole prestigious cloud goes in, and he's coming off the, uh, the the loss in the VLC finals. The returning Des Cole, obviously, he's a little bit disappointed from VLC, but he's coming to he's coming to uh, to prove himself again. And a debuting guy, Andy Brown, which I wanted to have you talk about in just a minute. But this is an interesting four way: Aaron Rourke, Andy Brown, Channing Thomas, and Desmond Cole. All four guys have different motivations. They have different are coming off of, uh, uh, you know, disappointments from the, the the last show. Andy Brown, obviously, trying to make himself uh, a, a a player in uh, in Limitless Wrestling. He doesn't have to look any further than Desmond Cole, who's done it in just a few short months. Interesting four way, very different but similar motivations for for all four guys. Yeah, um, I'll start with Andy Brown, who is the newcomer, and that that's another person just like above the rest. Um, take a few moments and, and do some YouTube homework or uh, look him up on Twitter. Unless unless you like the surprise of seeing someone uh, before your very eyes for the first time, in which I think Andy Brown will be a very fun surprise. He's representing Blitzkrieg Pro in this match. Um, this is who they sent up this way uh, to wrap ahead of the Blitzkrieg Limitless uh, two-night war we've got coming up in a few weeks mm. in Enfield, Connecticut. So, Andy's going to be a fixture of that event. He's got a big match ahead of him. So we're going to see what he brings to the table before our very eyes in Yarmouth this Saturday. But like you said, I, I think everybody could use an opportunity like this. Obviously, any time that you can select your own match, you're put in a pretty good position. You know, you, you can really get yourself a uh, game-changing match if you wanted to or, or maybe finally get an opportunity that you otherwise would not have had. But Desmond Cole, like you said, he really kind of made himself in a four-way that he didn't even win back in April of this year, and it took him on a momentous run that got him to the Vacation Land Cup, which I think not a lot of people would have predicted earlier this year that Desmond Cole would have been in the Vacation Land I Cup. Know. That's, I know. Sometimes that's how it happens, dude. Like It is in these matches where uh, people can break out and have an all-star performance or get people on their side. Uh, speaking of people on your side, I do not think Aaron Rourke will have many people on his side uh, <laughs> this Saturday as Ava is is off on her expedition once again heading to Germany. Ricky Smokes, uh, I don't know where he stands, Josh. We haven't really heard anything from Ricky Smokes since last year mm. after walking out on Art. So Aaron Rourke holding on to hope that Art can figure this out and maybe if he can win this match, maybe he gets a big match on the table for Art in October. And Channing Thomas, uh, an all-star performance last show at the Vacation Land Cup, not only winning the Triple Threat, making his finals debut. Uh, very cool that he he started his limitless career at the Cup in 2019, got himself to the finals in 2022, couldn't pull it off, but now could get himself back into a big scenario with a win here. So everybody really needs this. Uh, another match, just like the main event of the evening. Very high stakes for these guys who are trying to make a name for themselves and limitless moving forward at the end of this year. Yeah, this is a great card. Again, main evented by Al Price defending the Limitless Wrestling World title against Ace Romero and his career, MSP versus Dirty Dango and Davey Boy Smith with Brian Black in their corner. Rip Bison versus Anthony Green, J.D. Drake versus Big Beef, Shook Crew versus the debuting above the rest, Becca versus Delmi XO, Mac Daniels defending the Let's Wrestle Championship against Mortar and the Shoot Your Shot four-way, Channing Thomas, Andy Brown, Eric Rourke, Desmond Cole, Competing for an opportunity to pick their opponent at October's Fresh Blood. This is a nice card, Randy. Well done. I'm excited for it. Uh, feels like a fresh card top to bottom, even though we do have some rematches in here, but a lot of which did not take place on a live show. So it's going to be a whole different feel, and uh, it feels like a very fun way to celebrate seven years. 
All right. A couple other questions uh, and, and little things before we go. Obviously, we want to plug uh, MSP's match against Private Party. We mentioned it earlier, AEW, AEW Dark Elevation. Easy for me to say. From this past Monday, uh, shot in, uh, in, in, was it Buff? Oh, Albany, New York. That's right. Yeah, you got it. Uh, this was good. I got about what, five or six minutes and got a chance to show out a bit. Uh, Aiden dropped his first name. So just aggro, which, uh, which I'm into and yeah, everyone looked good. This was, again, I'm not just saying this, this was a match where, uh, the, our guys got a chance to, to show what they can do. And I think made a pretty good impression. Yeah, I think so too. I was, uh, delighted to watch that match and, and see how it went for him. Um, Match I'd love to see run back at some point, but uh, hopefully MSP you know, made a good impression. I, I feel like they did. I was kind of tracking everything online as the match was going on, and it seemed like people were popping off for MSP. So yeah. uh, I was really happy to see that. I think a lot of support showed out for them, and uh, hopefully we see them back on that stage again soon. Let them know. Yeah, especially, you know, AEW is coming back to the region or in, they're always in the Northeast, but they're coming back uh, to Beantown in November. That's right. I mean, why not? Right. Why not? Uh, and I will say, and I'm, I'm speaking strictly for me. Uh, I was so, <laughs> I was so annoyed at Matt Menard during that thing. Just, I, I don't know, during the announcing, I think the annoying guy gimmick is good to a point, but I think when it starts to distract away from things, it's not a good thing, but uh, that's just me. And again, that's just my statement. Uh, Becca was obviously on the show as well. And yeah, it's, uh, it's always good to see some limitless wrestling uh, stars on there. So yeah, let it, let AEW know if you want to see those get back again, Boston, they're running all over the Northeast. Tony Khan just said yesterday, Randy, that uh, Northeast, the Northeast United States is the real crown jewel in pro wrestling. When it comes to regions, not any bullshit over in Saudi Arabia. So Ooh. there you go. Boom. Shots, shots fired. I would say shots fired. Uh, one other thing I want to get your, uh, your opinion on, cause I saw this, uh, this is one of the things I saw on Twitter when it comes to someone sending you a highlights reel, so to speak, check out my stuff. Do you like to see just high spots or do you like to see actual wrestling itself? If someone's like, I, I want you to check out my stuff. What do you recommend they send you? Jeez, uh, it's tough because, like, I saw the discourse was just, like, over, like, a wrist lock. Like, yes. someone was just like, I don't want to see a wrist lock in your highlight reel. <laughs> um, I, I thought that was funny, but, like, probably if you're a young wrestler or you aren't really wrestling too many reputable places yet, you might not have too much access to footage. So yep. you might have a really good wrist lock that you want to show off. And like, there's no shame in that. You know what I mean? Like show off what you do best and what's going to get you booked, especially if you don't have that much footage to work with. I think every situation is different, but um, I think a good, a good looking highlight reel and good looking footage, I think is important to keep someone's attention for whatever two or three minutes that it might be to then maybe say, okay, I'm going to take 20 or 30 minutes to watch a couple matches of this person. Yeah. So the comment came from former uh, Limits Wrestling World Champion MJF, who you remember. Uh, yeah, I was responding to a guy. Actually, I think that works for IWTV uh, saying, I'll watch Lee Moriarty perfectly executing a wrist lock all day long. The fact that quote unquote highlights are the only maneuvers where opponents land on their head or if you do, do a dive is laughable to me. How about a full match? So uh, I, I know the talent I'm booking knows how to, oh, I don't know, wrestle. So that, <laughs> that was a former Limitless Wrestling World Champion's thoughts. I love it. Uh, let's see. The other thing I want to ask you about. So, I mean, 
you know, celebrities getting in the ring is is all the rage these days, Randy. We have uh, Logan Paul getting his shot at Roman Reigns for the WWE World Title, uh, the Undisputed World Title coming up in November. We have, uh, as we record this tonight, Action Bronson will be making his pro wrestling debut as part of the AEW uh, Grand Slam events in Queens, New York. For I can't match. wait for that. Match LB. Are you a big Action Bronson guy? I actually am, yeah. Yeah, I, I, nice. I've uh, I'm I'm not I'm familiar by name, but I I've never heard uh, any of his songs or anything like that. I know he does the uh, buckets delicious or whatever for Vice, right? He used to do that. Yeah, I've seen he did like uh, stuff with their Munchies program too that are pretty good. Um, gotcha. No, we had uh, honestly, I found him because we had a student who was big into Action Bronson in like 2018 and uh, used him on numerous like little highlight clips, and I was like blown away and have been an action Bronson fan ever since just because I don't know it felt uh it's like one of those songs and I'm sure you can relate in wrestling where someone does a piece to it and it just fits so well that you become enamored with the song itself yeah uh that was me with an action Bronson song like uh four years ago and then it just kind of blossomed from there yeah WWE used to do that so well with the uh the attitude era remember this there's our lady peace song not enough that was done to a jeff hardy like montage oh I love and it. it was it was so great i used it when i used to work in pro sports we did uh we used to do like what they call pump videos and things like that for our for the for the hockey team i work for and i showed the guys i'm like you gotta watch these i'm like i know you're not into wrestling but just watch these they absolutely loved them they're like oh it captures the emotion here and does this and does this and and uh, yeah, v- video wrestling and, and music just go together, especially when, when done right. Anyway, so uh, as I was saying, Ozzy, if I want aside, if you want to get to know uh, kind of Action Bronson a little bit more, he did a good interview for uh, on Ariel Hawani's MMA Hour on YouTube. He talked for probably about 30, 40 minutes, talked about wrestling and all this other stuff. He, I, I liked him. So, I mean, I didn't know that much about him. I liked him so much more after that interview and kind of what his motivations are and all that stuff. It's uh, really cool. Anyway. I bring this up because, you know, again, celebrities, all the rage getting in the ring. There is a main rapper uh, named Spose, Randy, that uh, I don't know. Maybe you could do something with him getting in the ring and start playing again for the eighth anniversary show. Who knows? Just want to throw <laughs> that out there. Or if you want to do a celebrity, maybe, I don't know, Bob Marley. Maybe he could get in the ring. Who knows? Get, just got some ideas. I uh, I think we've literally had the conversation about Spose wrestling on this podcast before. Uh, <laughs> really? I think that he would be excellent at whatever he wanted to do in wrestling. I just like, I do not know if he has any interest in the slightest of wrestling. I will say that uh, the first month that I was in the business, uh, it was like August of 2013. And we did this three-day stretch for IWE that ended with us uh, doing like an outdoor show on the banks of the Penobscot in Bangor, uh, right outside the Kabang Festival. And uh, Spose was watching the IWE event from like one of the towers beside the stage with, uh, with one of the wrestlers and uh, I think one of the personalities on the show and looked like he was having an enjoyable time. So the idea was born for me back in 2013 where I was just like, what if Spose came down and socked somebody in the face in the ring? Mm. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know. If anybody has the word on if Spose is a wrestling fan, uh let's figure it out all right you hit him up on twitter folks spizzy spose on twitter and uh let him know you know i think that'd be uh again i think it'd be a good crossover has there been i i don't think there's been but has there been any like 
I would say celebrity, but anyone that's not trained to be a wrestler be in a match, other than obviously John Alba, of course. I was going to say the unfortunate <laughs> obvious would be um, Jonathan Alba. Um, has, there, has there been anyone limitless or let's roll? I don't think so, right? Jesus, I off the top of my head, I cannot think of anybody or any situation where that would have happened. Honestly, mm. no. Um, gotcha. I think John would be the only because I I don't even think many managers um or uh valets have got physical in the nature of like uh wrestling a match for some reason so i I would say that's probably the only thing i could think of all right we'll see we'll see we got one year to plan everybody get busy supposed to to limitless i think this would be a good man then we got to find an opponent for him and all this stuff i think that'd be that'd be fun though that'd be good uh so again plugs and stuff we talk about iwtv youtube over a million subscribers have you got the uh the plaque yet I haven't. That's quite a process. Um, you have to go through like a, like a 10 day review period and then they tell you what they think and then they tell you when they think they're going to send. Um, so we'll see about that. But Got, gotcha. So hopefully by January, we'll finally have the, uh, the plaque on a pole match or the plaque being to defend <laughs> on every show, the, uh, the video championship or something like that. The million, the million, million view championship. How's that? There you go. Man, I am full of great ideas. This coffee is really good. Um, so anyway, again, the only plug is, is this Saturday night. Buy your tickets now if you haven't already. Uh, they'll be waiting for you at the door. Again, under 70 remain. We're recording this Wednesday afternoon, so it's going to be less. Just uh, just buy them. Go. It's going to be a great show. Seventh anniversary. Celebrate seven years of Limitless Wrestling. It's going to be awesome. This card is great. And yeah, for any other information leading up to the show, obviously follow on, on Twitter, LWMain. Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And uh, Randy on Twitter, Randy underscore Carver. LW on Twitter. I'm Josh Nason on Twitter. Hope you enjoyed this preview show. And that's it. We'll see you at Chasing Forever coming up Saturday night. Seventh anniversary. Can't wait for Randy Carver. I'm Josh Nason. And until next time, be limitless.